Which artificial sweeteners are best? Welcome to the Our Ketogenic Life podcast, where we bring you the scientific and daily application of living the ketogenic lifestyle. We have helped hundreds reach their weight loss and health goals, but this is far more than that. We want to help you create real life change so that you can live the life God created you for. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin and Danae Davis. Welcome to podcast number 11 of Our Ketogenic Life. We are here to answer a question that is commonly asked when people are going on a ketogenic diet. Mm-hmm. They usually ask, which artificial sweeteners are best? Or sometimes they say, can we have them? But, and then, which ones should they have? Right, because we all know when we're doing the ketogenic uh, lifestyle, or any kind of really healthy um, diet plan that you want to follow, getting rid of the sugar in your diet is first and foremost probably one of the main things that you need to concentrate on. Yes. So we all have that sweet tooth. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've all been there. So what we want to go over today is three of the uh, top artificial sweeteners that you can use. Mm -hmm. Now, ideally, you want to get off all of these. Yes. Uh, This is not something that you want to continue doing. Not every day. Not every day. You know, we want to get rid of that sweet tooth. Mm -hmm. And uh, these are the three things that overall are the best as far as the ketogenic plan, what what we want to look at is some of the things is how things affect uh, insulin and how they affect your glucose. Mm-hmm. Because if you've listened to our previous podcast, we talk about how insulin, if you increase that, you increase your fat storage, and it's really hard to lose weight that way. Mm-hmm. So these, uh, uh, there's some science behind that as far as why we choose these. And uh, we'll go over uh, these three examples and uh, give you an idea of what we do. First one, and this one's probably the best one, is uh, stevia. Mm-hmm. Uh, stevia is from a South American plant leaf. Um, it can be in the form of liquid, uh, powdered, or a granulated form. Mm-hmm. But it's natural, so that's the good thing. It grows just, I mean, it's, it's natural. Yeah, it's not mm-hmm. artificial. I mean, it is, it's not really necessarily artificial. Right. It's just not actual sugar. Right. But it's, it's not man made. And it's very sweet. Uh, yes, it is. It's about 200 to 350 times yes. sweet as sugar. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the benefits uh, that you see from uh, stevia is uh, there's no calories and there's no carbs. Uh, it doesn't raise your blood sugar or your insulin level. Mm-hmm. So that's a great thing with this one. Mm-hmm. Of course, like with anything, you'll have to check your own just to make sure, but it didn't raise hours and it's not supposed to right and all the studies i've seen doesn't do that Uh, and there's also low toxicity with this Uh, so as a a, if you do take a lot of it in uh, there's really uh, minimal toxicity with uh, overload of it Mm -hmm. Uh, so usually it's not a problem Uh, some of the problems that you do have with stevia though is you can't just simply swap it for sugar uh, you can't say a teaspoon of Right. Stevia is equal to a teaspoon of sugar. Right. That's not, yeah. So when your recipes, you're going to have to play around with play it. Play around with it or, you know, there's some things online as far as you can get recipes. I'm sure they have the stevia, um, how much to get. So you want to be careful with that. Uh, the one thing I'm also about uh, with stevia, even though it is a uh, from a natural plant leaf, there have been no long-term studies right. as far as the safety. So we're going by just the evidence that we have. Mm-hmm. So um, just keep that in mind. 
And uh, probably the last con uh, for having uh, stevia is it really doesn't taste like sugar. Not like what we're used to, sugar. Right. right. It's sweet, but it's not an exact... Yeah, it's a different taste, a different sweetness. So, you know, that's uh, something to get used to. Mm -hmm. Uh, But overall, when you're uh, changing from the standard American diet or what we call the SAD diet, Mm -hmm. um, there are going to be some changes. And this is kind of like what we think about as using a bridge Mm -hmm. uh, to get to where you're at now and where you want to go. Get you through those cravings when you're trying to get rid of the sugar. Right helps you one thing too and i'm i don't know necessarily the brands but you have to be careful with stevia because sometimes it has because there's so it's because it doesn't take a lot for it to be so sweet some companies put fillers in it mm-hmm. so you really have to be careful read to the make labels. Sure, read the labels and make sure that you are getting just stevia if that's what you're looking for right. because some of them add other things to it and it might say stevia but once you get to looking at the ingredients it's got fillers in it so you don't want to be adding anything else to it right uh second one that we use is erythritol Mm -hmm. Uh, it is a sugar alcohol uh, from a fermented corn or cornstarch it can come in different forms Mm -hmm. and the brand that we have found that um we like the best is called swerve s-w-e-r-v-e and I don't, I mean... We don't get paid for that, by the way. No. And so, and the reason I like it is because it, um, what we've used so far, it comes in a powdered form. So if you wanted to do something like for baking, it comes in granulated, and it comes um, in the brown, like for a brown sugar. So when you're trying to do something to, and I don't really bake that much, I just really don't, but... When we have done the ingredients before and the recipes that call for a powdered or granulated or brown sugar, Swerve meets all those needs. There may be other ones out there. We Just for what my personal use, that's what I've used. It comes uh, also sometimes a blend of the erythritol and the stevia together. Yes. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, erythritol by itself is about 70% as sweet as sugar. So it's not quite as sweet as sugar, but it's up there. And uh, again, some of the benefits that you see from erythritol is, uh, again, there's no calories and no carbs. Uh, Just like stevia, it does not raise the uh, glucose in the insulin. Uh, It passes uh, through your body and and is excreted uh, through the urine. Um, In the granulated form, can be uh, swapped out for the sugar. Uh, now, th- probably the biggest con from this, and if you've used erythritol and if you've used too much, is uh, some of the GI side mm-hmm. effects. Yeah. Uh, it gets passed through your, your body, and a lot of times you'll have some bloating, uh, some gas, and some diarrhea. So um, if you do notice these things, uh, think about which sweetener that you're using. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you're t- getting something commercial and, you know, it says that it's no, no, no sugar and things like that, you know, and you do have these symptoms, read the label. Because if it does have the erythritol, you're probably eating too much of it at one time. And that's what's causing the problem. It's probably not the actual food. Mm-hmm. It's probably not the uh, ketogenic diet. Because if you can listen to our talks before, ketogenic helps with all these, with the bloating and the gas and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if you have these, it's probably because of the erythritol. Mm-hmm. And it does have a little bit of an aftertaste. Yes. It depends on how much you put into it. Mm-hmm. kind of has that, I don't know, just... I don't know what it is, but it's kind of got an aftertaste yeah. if you're not careful and you use too much. 
the last one, number three, uh, artificial sweetener, is a monk fruit. Uh, it is from a fruit uh, from Southeast, Southeast Asia. Uh, a lot of times this has a granulated uh, blend with uh, stevia or erythritol, uh, but it also can be in uh, pure liquid drops. Mm-hmm. And we have used this before. Um, I can't really remember, to be honest. We use it in drinks and things like that. Yeah. You know, we've been doing keto for a while now. Mm-hmm. And just kind of like a side note here, when we've, if you've just started doing keto and um, this is something that you kind of need as a bridge, we use these things as well, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we used to have these in, in our cabinets to use to um, put on food, uh, maybe in some drinks or something like that to give mm-hmm. it some uh, sweetness. But we really don't use these anymore. Well, um, once you kind of get... Over in that. ketosis mm-hmm. and get your body, you know, used to not eating. Your you can your cravings aren't as bad right. as what as they were yeah. when you first mm-hmm. begin. Yes. So if you need these, don't feel like you're a failure. It's right. okay. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people use these as a bridge. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, going back to monk fruit is uh, it doesn't raise your glucose or your insulin as well too. Uh, compared to especially erythritol, it has less aftertaste, mm-hmm. more than likely. And the uh, GI upset that you have with this is uh, probably a lot less than the erythritol as well, too. The problem with a monk fruit is it's a little expensive mm-hmm. uh, compared to the other. And it's off, uh, as Danae was talking about earlier, uh, it can be mixed with fillers as well, mm-hmm. too. Uh, so if you're at the uh, grocery store and you see a couple brands and one's a lot more expensive than the other, there's probably a reason mm-hmm. for that. Always read the ingredients. Right. So Do your research. So, you know, the top three that we use is uh, stevia, erythritol, and uh, monk fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, we would love to have you guys have any comments about this, if you've had any experience with this, uh, on our Facebook page or, you know, email us and let us know. Um, you know, when you're switching, as we talked about, it takes some time for your taste to switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, um, again, use these as a bridge to get to where you want to go. Uh, if you... Um, keep using even the artificial um, sweeteners uh, sweet tasting foods uh, may keep you uh, craving for even more sweet tasting foods so hopefully what you're going to see is over time you know it could be several months or even up to a year that you're going to see you're going to have less and less desire to Mm -hmm. have these in in your diet and uh, you'll have less likely to use these just like we talked about before we don't use these as much now as we did when we first started. Right. Yeah. They were a lifesaver for sometimes when you first started. Because right. it's like sometimes like, oh, I just really need a little something. Right. So we made, we have a recipe for a mug cake. It's mm-hmm. M-U-G. You make it in a coffee mug. And it takes literally like 60 to 90 seconds, depending on your microwave. And then you can have a little cake. Um, again, it's not going to taste like, you a know. little baby. Right. Yeah. I mean, but it definitely can help get you through. Um, when those cravings hit. But again, like you said, there's no point in replacing. You don't want to replace. Get rid of. Right, yeah. You know, that, we don't that, wanna, that should be your goal with this. Yes, yeah. You don't want to just replace one habit for the next. So. And if you uh, read a lot of research, which I do uh, as far as like different topics, especially on uh, artificial sweeteners, most of the uh, studies uh, that are positive as far as artificial sweeteners are usually funded by the industry, right. um, the people who are making these and using these. 
So, you know, you have to look at the study. You have to look at who's funding the study Mm -hmm. to see what the results are. Um, You know, it's hard sometimes uh, to get a straight-up study that doesn't have any financial backing from the industry, even from um, universities, because sometimes they're funded by, um, you know, um, drink companies, companies. snack Mm -hmm. companies. don't want to mention any names, but, you know, they're they're funding these, and a lot of times they'll have the positive uh, research. Mm -hmm. Now, one problem that I have is uh, continuous diet sodas. And uh, he does have a problem. Yes. And, you know, these have artificial sweeteners as well, too. And the problem with this is, you know, it probably is going to impede on your weight loss some. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, we're not here just to talk about weight loss. We're talking about your health span. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you're having these artificial sweeteners, again, uh, re- relating back to the studies, you know, we don't know exactly how they affect uh, your hormones. Um, we do know that uh, it affects your gut mic- microbiome and uh, how you absorb foods. So you want to be careful about that. And then also with your hunger hormones, uh, it's going to affect that as well. So um, even with the diet sodas, you know, I mean, that's something I know I need to work on. Mm-hmm. That's something that I'm going to try to do my best. Uh-huh. Uh, no promises right now, but, you know, we all have our problems here. Mm-hmm. We're honest. <laughs> yes, we are. At least you do. You don't drink as much diet as no. you used to. No. Nowhere near. So, And something I wanted to say is that the um, you see, you're starting to see a lot of keto foods, keto Process. Yeah, keto, you know, I mean, everybody's putting everybody's putting keto on their box of something. Right. You don't need that. Right. You can make your own. Don't be fooled to think just because it has keto on it, it may be keto, it may be low carb, it may technically, but it doesn't mean that it is healthy for mm. one. Two, it does not mean necessarily that it is gonna be the best for you to have you in ketosis mm-hmm. or any of that. So you always have probably good, better, and best. Right. And yeah. uh, everything that you do, and we've really kind of trended this way as well, everything you do that you can do yourself in the mm-hmm. kitchen, and you know exactly how it's being cooked, mm-hmm. uh, you know what's being put in it, much more healthier yes. for you. Yeah. So that, that should be as far as like increasing your health span as well, too. That's mm-hmm. something that you really need to strive for. Mm-hmm. And that could impede people. They think that they're doing good, but they're getting, you know, this that's low carb, that's high protein, that's keto this, that. And I, we see it all the time. People just get frustrated because they're not getting their results, but they're still putting garbage in their bodies. I mean, right. no offense, but if you are, you know, like I said, there's a time and a place for, you know, something. But if every day that's all you're doing is eating still processed food that just because it says keto or low carb Mm -hmm. that does not mean that it doesn't have a bunch of fillers in it that you're not realizing you know what you're getting in your body right and one of the things i think i've mentioned this before i'm not sure i I mention it every day in the clinic so i I don't know i forget sometimes what we talk about here is if what you're eating wasn't available 200 years ago yeah it's probably processed yeah so if it you know if you have a keto uh, uh, brownie Probably wasn't here 200 years ago. Right. So it's probably processed. Yeah. It's not the best. Right. 
And, you know, it's not that you can't have right. something. I mean, we're not trying to be. So if you have a choice between that and a Snickers bar, obviously right. we want to go that way. Yes. You know, if you're in a pinch, that's fine. Yeah. But to have these in your cabinet every night to right. when you're snacking on them, that's what we try to get away from. Yes. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. So. So hopefully this has helped. Uh, again, recap the three th- uh, artificial sweeteners uh, that we think you should uh-huh. uh, use. Stevia. Erythritol, which we use the brand Swerve, um, and monk fruit. So hopefully that has helped, and um, hopefully it will at least uh, get you off of the real stuff, the Mm -hmm. sugar. And we probably need to do a podcast as far as why is sugar bad, and, um, you know, not just, uh, you know, say it's bad, but actually tell you why it's bad. Right. We'll write that down, and I'll try to remember to do that on a a podcast coming up. Also, I... Going back to, not to be on a soapbox, but going back to, because, I mean, we all like sweets, but going back to even, it doesn't have to say keto, but it just says sugar-free. Right. Like you see all the, you know, I don't know if it's geared towards diabetics or, you know, whatever. That's been around for like 30 years. Yeah, for a long time. So, but when you look at them, it still is a lot of junk in it. Right. And so just... We just want you to be aware if you are, it's not that you can't have it, mm-hmm. you know, ever. It's better again than something full blown like a Snickers or something. But if you're having problems, if you're not getting the results you want, if you're having headaches, a lot of times for me, artificial sweetener will give me a headache. Right. And then a lot of times with uh, IC2 is not everybody. And again, this is why this is individualized. Right. And this is where our coaching comes in because people do have some stalls. So two people can eat the same food. Mm-hmm. One do really well, right. lose weight, get healthier. And the other one just doesn't get anywhere. Right. And uh, sometimes it may be dairy. It may be gluten. Yeah. But sometimes it may be the artificial uh, sweeteners that you're using. Yeah. On how it affects your specific body. So, you know, you have to be aware of everything, Mm -hmm. even the gum that you chew. Right. You know, if you are not sure, if you're you're chewing gum, especially if it's not the sugar-free gum, Mm -hmm. you know, you're probably having it for each stick. Actually, I looked this up this couple weeks ago. I think it's like two grams of sugar per uh, a stick of gum, you know, some brands. Yeah. You know, and if you're uh, eating, um, you know. Like three or four a day yeah. or you're getting that. all your sugar and carbs in the wrong type and you don't even realize you're doing it and you're not doing it so yeah. even the the uh, little hard candy that that you put in your mouth right has sugar a tic-tac so. i right. forgot to look that up but a tic-tac yeah is, i mean you just start thinking all the things that you do mindlessly right um it adds up it adds up yep. real quick it does so hopefully this has helped. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, last week uh, was uh, our first podcast of the new 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about goals. And what we'd like to talk about a few uh, minutes here is what we call triggers uh, to uh, develop new habits. Yes. Uh, some Get of off the, of sugar. Yeah, getting off sugar. Uh, and again, you know, what we try to uh, um, incorporate and hopefully in our, this podcast is not just about um, your food. It's about your overall being. And part of your health span is your faith mm-hmm. and, you know, how your relationships, especially with your family and also finances, you know, mm-hmm. it all goes into your health span. Yeah. 
So one of the things a lot of people do, uh, you know, as far as their goals, and we talked about last week, is uh, having these goals, but sometimes it's hard to stick with them. Right. We forget about them. They're not really a habit. So some of the things that we do and we recommend that you do is get some note cards Mm -hmm. and on the door frame of your door, save your bathroom. Mm -hmm. When you pass through it every day, put down one of your goals. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that... uh, that uh, I want to do as well as for the clinic is put one up at the in the clinic and remind me about uh, when I'm walking into a patient's room. You know, they're there to be treated mm-hmm. and to remind myself I need to be in presence for, for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you may have a goal of getting closer to a family member, mm-hmm. you know, uh, making a phone call, being more connected with them. Write that on the postcard, you know, put it on the door frame. Right. Put it on the mirror in the bathroom. Yeah. You see it we every day. Ha- yeah, we have them on our um, mirrors, on our back of our cabinet doors. I mean, all growing up when the kids were little, on whatever door I wanted them to open up a cabinet door, um, like they got their, you know, water out or their mm-hmm. little bowls and stuff, you know, I'd have, um, well, we had scripture verses. Right. So that they would just, it would always be before them. Um, and so like, like underneath the TV, you put the verse as far as like not Psalm putting... One, yeah, Psalm 101.3, I will, you know, not put anything evil before me. I won't watch anything um, So if you're sitting unworthy. there, you know, for us, that was just a good reminder. Right. So, you know, sometimes it's hard to develop a new habit uh, and it's hard to break something. Mm-hmm. But if you're constantly reminded uh, on a regular basis uh, of this, mm-hmm. then it can help. Right. And if you say if it's a trigger, like say if a trigger, you have to you have to also be aware of what is a trigger right. for you too. But if it's a trigger that you after dinner you go sit down and watch TV and you're scrolling on your phone or whatever, and you want to, you're in a habit of eating snacks. You may need to change something. You may mm-hmm. need to not sit there. You may need to change locations. Sit in a different chair. Sit in a different chair. You may need to. I had just one guy, uh, a friend of ours, his name's Cliff Ravenscraft, and one thing he did to help get as far as well, weight loss, I believe he told me that instead of going on his couch mm-hmm. after dinner, because that's where he would eat his snack, mm-hmm. he got he got in his bed and watched TV for like 30 minutes. Right, yeah. Because he doesn't eat in his bed. Right. So he's right. not going to snack. Yes. Yep. you got to just move. Go for change, a walk. Right. Because if you keep doing the same things and expect a different result, you're not going to get it. Right. You've got to change what you're doing, and it's got to be. You got to think about it. You've mm-hmm. got to purposely, Inten- intentionally, change it. So, mm-hmm. and I mean, we've had to do this too. And even for, um, I set my kids. I know, and Kevin, you all think I'm crazy. I set how many alarms on my phone? Oh, <laughs> I have an alarm going off sometimes, literally every hour. Mm-hmm. But it helps remember because it makes me remember, even if it's something as simple as like I, I know. Almost every morning, a certain time, I read scripture. But I go ahead and set that alarm. Mm-hmm. And it actually, I actually label it read scripture. Right. Or exercise. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, whatever it is, even if you, until it's just for me, it's just more, it's just reiterates in my mind, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you might be doing something, you might have to, sometimes I have before set another alarm and say, okay, I can't do it right now whatever it is, set an alarm for 30 minutes from now. Or if you're doing something, if you're on your phone and you know, okay, it's a trigger for me. I need to get off my phone to get in bed, let my eyes rest, get off the blue lights, 
you know, spend time us just talking or, you know, spend time with your kids, set an alarm to that. Okay. When this alarm goes off, I cannot be on my phone again. Right. And it's just, it sounds simple and you think, well, I know that, but how many of us actually do it? Right. And then, you know, these are the things I think you can do by yourself. You can do these. I think the next step is to get an accountability person like we talked about last week. Right. To hold, you know, that you uh, talk with and say, okay, I want you to hold me accountable for whatever. Right. Whatever it is that you need to help accountable for. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it may be reading scripture. Mm -hmm. You may need someone to text you, hey, did you read scripture today? Right. Or did you With like our church? Food? We have a Bible reading challenge going mm-hmm. on. Our friends Corey and Jess Huntsman uh, fixed out you know a, a wonderful plan, and uh, they encourage us um, every day mm-hmm. just to be in the Word. Right. So. so there's things you can do by yourself, like mm-hmm. we talked about. You can get accountability. If that doesn't work, you know we're here to help you as well too. Right. Uh, we have a coaching service that can help uh, keep you accountable and guide you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so look at our website and uh, we'd be hel- uh, happy to uh, discuss that with you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we can get on a call with you for, you know, a 15 minute uh, consult just to see if we can, uh, if we connect and if there's something that we can do to help you. Right. So hopefully this has helped, uh, you know, as far as the artificial sweeteners, uh, having triggers to uh, keep your goals for 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's scripture Yes, it comes from Psalms 119.103. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. And the Lord's words are sweet. They are. And I'm so thankful. I can't imagine, as personally, I can imagine um, not having um, God's word every day in my life. Right. It's it's the one thing. We, We love each other. Yes, I love you. But... We love him so much more. Yes. And he is there for us all the time. He wants what's best for us. And we're just here to uh, glorify him Mm -hmm. and love him now. And you can only really know him by knowing his word because Jesus is the word. Right. So. So remember, uh, be fit and be faithful. And we'll be talking with you next week. This podcast is for informational purposes only. No patient-provider relationship is implied or established. This podcast in no way represents the practice of medicine. The information given is to be used at the listener's own risk. Please consult your provider before making any changes, as the contents of this podcast is no substitution for your provider's instruction.